Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Everybody, welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your friend, Elizabeth Benton, and I am really looking forward to today's episode because I want to try something new, something I haven't done before, and I'm thinking of it kind of like a Primal Potential book club, if you will, because here's the thing. I read a lot. I've always got one or two books going. I read every day. I listen to books on Audible while I'm driving, and I love sharing the things that I learn with my one-on-one coaching clients, my group coaching clients, because I go back and forth with them more often. But sometimes I feel like you guys miss out on the awesome books that I read, whether they're about fat loss or fitness or mindset, you name it. So my thought is, and I want to hear what you guys think, if you like this idea, if you think it'll be valuable to you, I'm thinking that I will do one or two episodes a month sharing the most important things I've learned from a particular book that I have read recently, or maybe not so recently, as well as any key things that I changed in my own life based on what I learned from the book, all right? So that is what I want to try out. And if you guys want to let me know, I'd love for you to shoot me an email or reach out on Facebook, send me a carrier pigeon, whatever. Let me know if you like this idea and think that it would be valuable or helpful to you, because that's that's what it's all about. I very recently read what I think... This is a bold statement, but I want to say that to date, this is one of the best fat loss and nutrition books I've ever read. And I, I, it didn't introduce things that were necessarily new to me, but it presented them and backed them up with research in a way that I felt was very, very powerful, very simple. And I just loved it. So I want to share it with you. And it is the book Always Hungry by Dr. David Ludwig. The subtitle of the book is Conquer Cravings, Retrain Your Fat Cells, and Lose Fat Permanently. Now, Dr. Ludwig is a medical doctor. He also has his PhD. He's a brilliant researcher who also treats patients. I like that combination. You know, he has the clinical research, but he's also dealing with real people. And I've been following his research for a few years now. So I knew even before I picked up the book that I knew I was in line with his way of thinking. And I really believe in a lot of the things that he has proven with research related to managing insulin as one of the major keys to fat loss. But I don't only read books that I think I'm going to agree with. When I picked this one up, well, 
It is full of underlines, comments, exclamations. I really think that it's awesome. I'm going to link to it in the show notes over on primalpotential.com if you're curious about it. But what I want to do with you in case you're not a reader or you have too many other things going on, I am going to hit the highlights, what I think are the most interesting and high impact lessons in the book from my perspective. And then what I want to do is share with you some of the changes that I personally made as a result of the book and how it impacted me. And then I'll also share what he recommends to get started with this, what he calls always hungry solution for conquering cravings and retraining your fat cells and losing fat permanently. All right. The first one I want to share, I really hope that this one will be an aha moment for you. When I was reading the book, I went in to work out with my trainer the next morning and I was like, Nathan, I got to tell you about this concept. Like just the way he explained it in the book, I thought was so powerful and a total game changer for people who are kind of still in that paradigm of calories in calories out. Are you ready? All right. I'm excited about this one. So uh, let me geek out with you. And if you'll hang with me, I think this will really make a difference for you if you are struggling with weight loss right now. So this is his big, bold statement that I would go so far as to say is the premise of his book. Ready? I know the anticipation. He says, we do not get fat because we overeat. We overeat because we're getting fat. What? Huh? I know you're probably thinking, of course we get fat because we overeat. He says, no, we overeat because the type of food that we eat creates a hormonal condition, a hormonal environment that does two things, makes us hungry and makes us fat. It makes our fat cells greedy. So before I, before I dive into the explanation, I want to say it again because I know it's really counterintuitive and not the way that people think about weight gain and fat loss. We do not get fat because we eat too much. We eat too much because our bodies are getting fat. All right? So this way of eating, standard American diet, processed foods, all of that makes us hungry and increases our appetite because of the hormonal condition. All right. Our fat cells get greedy and our greedy fat cells then suck up more than their fair share of the nutrients we eat. All right. The body then responds by triggering hunger, hyperphagia, making us want to eat more. So we eat more. So we are overeating because of this hormonal condition caused by the types of foods we're eating. Now, if you're skeptical, he uses a couple of really powerful examples to demonstrate that this is in fact true. Let's think of a teenage boy during puberty. Do we say that he's going through a growth spurt because he's eating so much? No, we say he's eating so much because he's going through a growth spurt. The hormonal condition in his body is increasing his appetite. His appetite is not creating the hormonal condition. The same thing is true with pregnancy. Do we say that the pregnant woman's belly is growing because she's eating so much? No, she's eating so much because the baby is growing inside her. There is a hormonal condition that is increasing her appetite. 
And he argues very strongly, in my opinion, that this is what happens with obesity. Now, this isn't the argument for the five pounds over Christmas or the freshman 15 when you can, you know, eat as much as you want in the dining hall, right? We're talking about chronic weight gain. We're talking about obesity. So here is what Dr. Ludwig explains in his book, Always Hungry. The food choices that we make. Think standard American diet, processed foods, packaged foods, less fat, more starch and sugar, right? It generates an overproduction of insulin. And remember that insulin is a delivery hormone. And I've talked a ton about insulin in the podcast. So if you feel like you need a 101 on that, you need to get clear on that, I will link to uh, one or two of the episodes that I've done on that over on the show notes at primalpotential.com. So if you need that 101, go to primalpotential.com to get that because that is out there. But basically what he argues, what he proves with his research as well, is that when we have this constant stimulation of insulin because we're snacking constantly, eating so frequently, oats, wheat, flour, sugar, right? It's fertilizing your fat cells with an overproduction of insulin, Insulin goes into storage overdrive and your fat cells become greedy because they are constantly being stimulated by the very regular and significant presence of insulin. Your fat cells are overstimulated and then they suck up and grab up from your bloodstream more than their fair share of the nutrients you consume. Well, what happens to the rest of your body? What does the rest of your body feel if your fat cells are taking more of their fair share of the nutrients that you're eating? Your body misses out. Your brains miss out. Your brains, your brain, (laughs) if you have more than one, men would argue that potentially they do. But your muscles, your brain, your body misses out. And they're sort of sitting there like, wait a second. We're undernourished. We're underfueled. We're kind of starving because everything is being like hyper absorbed by the fat cells. So how does your body respond? Brilliant machine that it is. Hunger and cravings and lowering your metabolic rate because it's not getting enough nutrition, even though you're eating enough. So then you eat more, and that is compounded by the fact that because your body is not getting the nutrition that it needs, regardless of how much you're eating, you have a lowered metabolic rate eating too much, lowered metabolic rate, fat cells overstimulated and hoarding the nutrients that you eat, no bueno. So you overeat because your body is getting fat because of the types of food you're eating that creates a situation of hyperphagia, eating more, and shuttling an unreasonable proportion of what you eat to your body fat. Right. So what he says is it's not a matter of having too many calories in the body. It's having too few calories in the right place, too few calories where they're really needed for your body and your brain. All right. On to the second very powerful point that Dr. Ludwig makes in his book, Always Hungry. We can reprogram our fat cells to release stored calories just like we can and probably have programmed them to hoard more. So this is not a lost cause. Just like our food choices created the hormonal conditions that make our fat cells greedy and increase hunger and cravings while lowering our metabolic rate, our food choices can create a different hormonal response. Our food choices can calm our fat cells. Our food choices can redirect fuel where it's needed 
our muscles, our brains, right? All of the tissues in our body other than body fat. And our food choices can reprogram our fat cells to let go of those stored calories, to be willing to give them up. The problem is, and this leads to the third point of Dr. Ludwig's that I want to share, our standard dieting approach makes this virtually impossible. The standard eat less, move more model makes retraining your fat cells to release their stored fuel virtually impossible. And this is how Dr. Ludwig puts it. Cutting back on calories will cause weight loss for a while, which gives the illusion that we have conscious control of our weight over the long term. However, many bodily functions are within our temporary control, but not permanent control. For example, he writes, many people can lower the amount of carbon dioxide in the blood for several minutes by breathing fast, but they can't sustain this long term. And he says that researchers and scientists have known for a long time that this conventional dieting model of eat less, move more doesn't work. But this information is generally discarded, and I think in large part that's because there's not much money in eat real food, right? But our bodies have also been telling us that this doesn't work. How many yo-yo diets have we done that don't work? This is what Dr. Ludwig writes about this argument. When we cut calories... The body launches potent countermeasures designed to prevent additional weight loss. The more weight we lose, the more forcefully the body fights back. When you eat fewer calories, your body becomes more efficient and burns fewer calories, even as your desire for extra calories heightens. Makes sense, right? We've talked about this in previous episodes, but we still opt for this approach because, well, I don't know why we opt for this approach. We know better because we aren't listening to our bodies. And he uses a really great example. He says, let's say you have a fever. When you have a fever, the problem is that there's too much heat in your body. Well, if you use the logic that most people use for dieting, too much heat, I'll just add cold. And you take an ice bath. Will the ice bath lower your temperature? Well, yeah, in the short term, but your body will compensate. Your body begins to shiver. Your blood vessels constrict to generate and conserve heat. This is how the body works. So we have to work with our body, not against it. The harder we fight against our body, the harder the body's going to fight back. So this next point that I want to share is a more specific one, and he's making the point that calories are not the be-all, end-all, as he's trying to really emphasize that this conventional model of calorie counting and just eat less and move more to burn fat doesn't work. It's more than that. It's way more than that. So he shares a study that he conducted that was published in JAMA, and it takes 21 young adults who are overweight, one group goes on a low-carb diet, lower carbs, higher fat. The other group goes on the reverse diet, higher carb, lower fat. The individuals on the lower carb, higher fat diet burned 325 calories more per day at rest without exercise than the group on the higher carb, lower fat plan. So their calories were exactly the same. They were not exercising, right? Changing the macronutrient, what you eat, 
has a huge different effect on your body, on your metabolism, on your overall energy output, independent of calories and exercise. In a previous podcast, I think it was episode 64, it was all about four reasons that calorie counting doesn't work. And I used Dr. Mark Hyman's example, comparing the same amount of calories from the same macronutrient group, Coke and broccoli, both carbohydrates, that they have a massively different impact on fat burning, even though calories are the same, macro is the same. And here, Dr. Ludwig proves a very solid point about how just a different calorie breakdown, so same amount of calories but coming from different places, has a massively different impact on the amount of calories you burn at rest. So much so that it's equivalent to like a full freaking workout and you never set foot in the gym, you never did a workout. Some types of foods make your metabolism more efficient and more powerful, and others make your metabolism less efficient and less powerful. A calorie is not just a calorie. They are not all created equal. Now, the next point I want to share from the book is related to the stress response created when our food choices are making us fat. He explains it this way. Your fat cells reach a critical threshold, like I give up. And when that happens, when they become stressed, they emit stress signals to your body. And I've shared with you before how your body's primary goal is survival. And everything that your body does in response to what you do is to ensure your survival. Well, the two biggest threats to our survival are starvation and infection. And Dr. Ludwig, in his book, explains how those threats, starvation and and infection, impact our body fat, right? So fat, our fat tissue, hips, thighs, belly, whatever, is the energy storage for our body. So it's no surprise that that energy storage is super precious to the body when its primary goal is survival and avoiding starvation, but your body fat is also highly linked to your immune system because of those two primary threats, infection, immune system, and starvation, body fat storage. So this is how he explains it. Fat tissue... He calls it the biological prize of invading bacteria. I mean, think about it. If invading bacteria got their hands or their whatever bacteria have on on your fat tissue, they'd be able to feast forever. So your infection-fighting white blood cells consistently circulate your fat tissue on surveillance, on patrol, right? And these white blood cells, as well as your fat cells, they're both always producing kind of chemical messages to to communicate about what is going on. But when your body fat becomes stressed, overwhelmed, overtaxed, the cell's internal machinery gets all screwed up. Some of the cells don't get enough oxygen. Some of them aren't getting enough blood supply. Some of them die. But the commonality is that they're, they're emitting stress signals, And the white blood cells, the immune system component, they receive these stress signals. And the way that they work is they call for reinforcements. They take the white blood cells from other parts of your body where they're on patrol and they bring them into your fat cells. So problem number one is that now our infection fighting capacity elsewhere in the body has been diminished. But now we have all these recruits coming to the fat tissue and... 
the white blood cells start to attack your own body because these stress signals are coming and the white blood cells think that there must be an infection in the fat tissue. Well, there's really not. It's your own body emitting stress signals, okay? And so this is the beginning of autoimmune disease. When your body begins to attack itself, Crohn's disease, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, MS. It's also a real problem for things like heart disease, vascular disease, because this chronic inflammation, this stress, it becomes systemic and, and it invades your arteries and invades your circulatory system. So the inflammatory response is absolutely massive. We must tame the inflammation so that our fat cells calm down. And it's only when they calm down and they're not so stressed that they're willing to release their fat stores. And we do this by improving and adjusting our food choices, not by eating less and exercising more. So Dr. Ludwig calls his answer to these challenges the always hungry solution. And he says that it targets weight gain at its source, fat cells that are stuck in calorie storage overdrive. And he says that the solution to this, which I wholeheartedly agree with, is decreasing insulin levels and calming down this chronic inflammation so that our fat cells are willing to let go of their storage. And his solution goes in three phases. And I've got a caveat here coming at the end here, a little, a little uh, buyer beware. Phase one is two weeks long. Phase two is the duration of your weight loss until you get to a point where you don't feel like you have more fat to lose. And then phase three is maintenance, living your life, right? So in phase one, he does not obviously take a calorie approach, but he looks at where your calories should be coming from. And in this first phase, which is two weeks long, so your initiation phase, he says that about 50% of your calories should be coming from fat, 25% from carbs, but those carbs exclusively from non-starchy vegetables, a little bit of fruit, okay, but not, not uh, your tropical fruits, not banana, pineapple, mango, things like berries and apples or citrus, okay? And then 25% from protein. So the first phase is about where your calories come from. It is not about counting the calories, but 50% should be from fat, 25 from carbs that come from non-starchy vegetables and the less sweet fruits, and 25% from protein, okay? In phase two, you eat a little bit less fat, 40% of all your calories are coming from fat, a little bit more carbohydrate, but again, this is from whole food sources, about 35%, and the protein stays the same around 25%. Phase three is all about finding your sweet spot, what works best for you. So in phase one, you would be eating things like what we talk about here on the show, non-starchy vegetables, a maximum of a couple of servings of fruit, but again, not banana, pineapple, mango, things like apples, berries, citrus. Um, a little bit of meat, eggs, uh, pro uh, fish, dairy, and then your fats coming from things like avocado, coconut oil, olive oil, all right? Now, right now, I am really, really hoping that you didn't take that as a diet prescription because any short-term approach is going to yield short-term results. He sees this as a forever way of eating, as a forever way of eating. 
okay? What I hope you heard me say is ideas or modifications that you can apply to your life without end, all right? Tweaking and adjusting as you go, but never an on or off thing. Because the changes, the changes that get us where we want to go are the changes that will keep us there. So anyway, I, I loved this book and I actually made some changes to my own diet based on this book because I love experimenting with my body, right? I love, especially because when you lose as much weight as I've lost, sometimes what was working stops working. And sometimes what was working starts kind of doing the opposite and working against you. And so you always have to be paying attention and adjusting. And if you get frustrated and say, oh my God, I'm doing everything right. My body's not responding. Really, you're not doing everything right. Maybe you were at one point, but if you're not getting what you want, you're not doing what's right for your body. So I'm always open to playing around and seeing what I can do. So a few weeks ago, I started eating less meat. I roughly, let's say I increased my non-starchy veggie intake, which was already pretty high, by maybe, I increased it by maybe 25, 30%. I don't know, sometimes it's more than that, but as an average, I would say I increased it about that much. And I cut my protein in about half. And I've shared with you before how I used to way overeat protein. So it's come down a lot. But honestly, I think that it was still a bit too high. And then I started using more plant-based oils. I'm, I'm a huge fan of bacon fat. And I use that a lot. But I cut that back a little bit. Nothing against bacon. I love bacon. I still eat it. Had it this morning. But I just wanted to switch it up for a few weeks and have a little bit less of that and have a little bit more of the extra virgin olive oil, of the avocado, of the coconut oil, etc. And you'll see that in just a second when I share what I ate yesterday. So far, my results, and again, this is only in about 10, 10 days maybe, um, kind of funny, far less hungry. I am far less hungry, which is interesting to me because I didn't feel like I was hungry really to begin with, but I feel far less hungry. And what's even more exciting to me is that I am thinking about food a lot less. Like the thoughts of, ooh, I really want something to eat, really kind of evaporated, which for me, a food girl who loves to eat, that's major. I'm super excited about that. The other thing is in the past maybe seven days, my workout performance has been better, more intense. I've had more endurance. And then the last change that I have absolutely noticed is that I see I am leaning out in just less than two weeks in my lower abdominals, which tends to be a tough area for women. Like we can, you know, have improvements in our arms, in our chest, even in the upper abdominals, but those lower abdominals, just because we naturally carry more fat there for childbearing, um, I'm leaning out in the lower abdominals, which is super exciting to me, especially because I feel less hungry, which is crazy. So anyway, let's wrap up with what I ate yesterday. I started the day with coffee with MCT oil. I skipped the butter and just had a couple of cups of coffee with a few tablespoons over a few cups of MCT oil. And then midday, I had probably like three cups of Brussels sprouts with one slice of bacon and one egg. Normally, I would do two slices of bacon and two eggs, but I switched it up. 
and then a half an avocado and toasted walnuts. I probably had like a good quarter of a cup of toasted walnuts, which is not something that I would normally do, but trying to get um, some more of those healthy fats from the nuts. And then midday, I had a small like 1.2-ish ounce uh, dark chocolate bar. Like it was about 70 or 80% cocoa, I don't really remember, with a tablespoon of almond butter. And then dinner, I didn't have any meat at all. Now I had a huge plate of Brussels sprouts and there is a good bit of protein for a vegetable in Brussels sprouts. Um, so I probably had another two or three cups of Brussels sprouts that I cooked with about three tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil and another maybe quarter cup of toasted walnuts. So that's what I ate yesterday. I, I adored this book. It is one that I will keep as a reference and probably reread as well as recommend to many of my clients. I encourage you to check it out. It is linked up on the show notes page over at primalpotential.com. The book, again, is called Always Hungry by Dr. David Ludwig. And my thought is that uh, once a month or so, I'll do these book club episodes. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you enjoyed it, sharing what I'm reading, what I'm learning from it, and what I'm applying to my life from it. Talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.